Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Hey, stoners. Sup, stoners. I'm so glad I talked to my mom into doing this today. It's it's noon right now versus having to do this at like 8 p.m. last night when I'm in bed and I am just checked out. You know what? I agree. Even though I honestly am going to be real, I'm not stoned and can't get stoned because I actually it's 10 a.m. and I have to go to work, actual back to work. It's so exciting. Actually, I was just talking to my friend Gabby, who she's, I don't know if you guys don't know, she's one of my best friends in the entire world. And she's also Miley's agent. And weirdly enough, I when Gabby and I met, I really didn't even know that's what she did. She wasn't Miley's agent when I met her. I actually met her through Noah and her daughter who rode horses together. And we became friends through horses. Like we were friends at horse shows. And then... We became great friends kind of after that, weirdly. We became really, really good friends. And then she became Molly's agent later. So anyway, she, I don't even know why I was telling this story. So you're not even stoned and you're already forgetting. Honestly, I already forgot. Wait, oh, so I was just FaceTiming with her this morning and she's back in the office for the first time. So everybody went back to the office today. And so this is our first day of actually really going back to work in person. And we have a new member coming on today. And so it's our first day back and I'm so excited. We are all going to be together in the same room for the first time since COVID. And I'm super stoked. That's cool. Because stoners, Hopetown Entertainment, all of a sudden, I can't even complain. We are on fire. It's because all, all of the venting on this podcast has just gotten it all out in the open. And now good things are happening. Stoners. I don't know why, but it is true. The second I started venting to y'all that Hollywood loves to tell me no, they have been telling me yes. And I have Mm -hmm. actually sold not one, but two shows. Now, who knows if they'll ever get to air. I should not say that. I'm going to put out good energy. But anyway, good vibes. Things are going great. Things are going great over here at Hopetown. That is wonderful. Yes, it really is. I do have to say there's good vibes coming from summer 21. I'm feeling it. What's There's your good vibes? I mean, I, I'm just back to work too, just busy as ever, booking gigs left and right. Okay, so stoners, we're two years into this podcast and we still have technical difficulties. You want to know why? Because technology is a fucking joke. That's why. <laughs> it is. I hate it more than anything. So just so you all know, Brandy sounds a little weird, is like the Apple cable Seriously, all of a sudden sudden decided to crap out and right in the middle of us recording. And so she's having to do it a different way. So if it sounds funny, that's why. The fact that Apple changed all the USB ports and made us have that stupid fucking uh, connector piece. That's what broke. Like the fact that we're still having to use a freaking adapter for our cables because Apple decided to change the ports is insane to me. No need for the F-bomb. I think there is. We pay we pay Apple a lot of money. They need to do better. We we actually do. I keep saying we're brainwashed by Apple because I think Samsung's better anyway. But their TVs are so good. They're my favorite TVs. And I love a Samsung phone. Like, so much better. You can write on it. It's just so good. But anyway, <sighs> besides that, I'm feeling great today. Well, that is just great. You know what, guys? I have been walking. I walked two days ago. I walked five and a half miles. Whoa. Two in the two and a half in the morning and like two and a half at night. So it was like not five and a half, but it was like five and a quarter. And then yesterday was a Sunday and I was going to take that day off because I walked every day last week far. Mm-hmm. But guess what I did? I went swimming in my pool just to get some exercise. I have changed my diet. 
I did have ice cream yesterday, but it was this ice cream. I have to tell you guys. It's Halo Top. How do you know about Halo? First of all, Halo Top's been around for years. You're so late to this party. And also, I didn't know I was going to say Halo. Because I saw your Amazon order yesterday and you had Halo Top ice cream on there. It's only 290 calories for an entire pint. I know. I could eat an entire pint every day. and It's a, it's genius. It is genius, but it has been around for a while. But how is it only 290 calories for an entire pint? I don't know. I mean, no, that's nothing. No added sugar, I guess. I don't know. What? Maybe. It's my favorite thing I've ever eaten. So yesterday well, I, I ate the entire pint. Oh my gosh. With a little peanut butter, with the vanilla bean halo. It was everything. What else are you eating? In your and, diet. and in my mind, I was thinking that the peanut butter was protein. Well, it is. Even if it's Jeff. But there's also, listen, you're getting protein, but you're also getting a shitload of preservatives. And, you know, peanut butter is very high in fat. So a serving size of peanut butter that's appropriate is one tablespoon and that's it. I did too. So you're getting double the fat there, but you're huh? ordering whole foods already. Why can't you order organic peanut butter? Because it's all watery. Not when you stir it up. It doesn't taste the same. Mom, do you want to know what tastes different about Jif? Preservatives. Do you want to know why it's not watery? Preservatives. Ugh. This is so annoying. Okay. So I'll get on the peanut butter train, but I've been eating so much better. I ate spinach the other night, cooked spinach with a little bit of steak that my friend Gabby made me. And then I just had to heat it up a little bit. And I've really been trying. I've been doing avocado every day. That's good. With a little olive oil. Mm-hmm. I do put it on sourdough toast, but you know what? I saw Kate Hudson saying she eats sourdough toast I and did. Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's fine. I mean, it's not the best thing for you, but. But why? Because it's flour. White flour is just not great for you. <sighs> I Tell know, me. but is that really true? I think so. I'm just trying to be, okay, so ladies out there that is over 50, I have been on Pinterest and I have been seeing all these older ladies, literally one lady at 70, I think she was 71. She was on like all these medications for high blood pressure, high, I think her blood sugar was off and one other like thing. And she was like really freaking because the doctors were wanting to up her medication. And her daughter was a fitness coach, is a fitness coach, literally like in somewhere like amazing, like Tulum. You guys, she looked like old at seven, like an old 70 year old. Her daughter tough love, kind of like Molly does me, is like mom knowing that you could be healthier and I just can't watch you deteriorate like that, like when it's, you don't have to be that way. And she got her mom to come and spend three weeks with her in Tulum to show her how to exercise and eat right. Her mom stepped it up and did it. She is doing fitness competitions. She is now like 75 and ripped beyond ripped. Did not start exercising until she was 70. I have been following like a couple people like that. There is a lady in her 80s that runs 10 miles a day. She's incredible. Her and her husband. And so many stories of people literally in their 70s that have never exercised, that have started exercising and now are like completely fit and amazing. And it really does just show, like, if we use our bodies and and treat them right, like, it you it, it really is preventable to not be an old lady with osteoporosis hunched over using a walker. Oh, for like, sure. Like, it really is true. And so, for me, listen, I'm going to say that I'm thin. And first of all, that's not okay. Like, it, just because I'm thin doesn't mean that it's like healthy because I feel like that can be even more unhealthy because you're weaker or whatever. But Mm -hmm. like for me, like I just am so I've never worked out. So I feel like my legs and my arms and my core are so weak that when I do start to work out, like it's just so hard even for me to do like five squats. And it's so discouraging that then I look at people like that. Molly was telling me about Something she saw that is if you just get one, if you just push for 1% better every day, just 1%, whether that's just your, if I can only do five squats, then it's, if you do six, but every day you're 1% better. And that's where I'm trying to get in my mind is because even though I'm walking and stuff, I know that weights are important at my age for like muscles and, and all these things. So you don't end up like that. 
So I'm trying to really get in my mind, in my mind. So if anybody out there is also starting out exercising and you never have before, put it on Facebook. Cause I feel like we could have do some encouragement for each other because I feel like another part of that is just being held accountable. That's true. You know, mm-hmm. because you know what, then when I get stronger, I can hike with my little girl, Brandy. I would love nothing more, mom. I'm serious. <laughs> Hiking is so fun. It's like, except if it's just not too hot. No, I, I'm totally on board with that. I don't like the heat. Yeah, the heat is hard for me. But I really do want to get stronger. And then when we do these trips. Do some hiking. Do some hiking. And, sorry I'm taking over the show today. But oh, by all means. Girls, guys, Tish has finally said, I think I've talked about I bought a Forerunner. Yes. I'm obsessed. Like, I love my Forerunner. I have a BMW in California. I don't even like it anymore. First really? Of all, I do. The, Apple, the car play like is such a hassle. The Apple oh, car play. Let's hate on Apple a little more. The Apple car play in my Jeep hasn't worked for over six months. And I took my Jeep in the other day to get an oil change. And I was like, hey, while I'm here, can you guys please fix my Apple car play? And he was like, yeah, unfortunately, none of the Apple car plays are working until they come out with an update. And it's going to be a few months. Are you for real? I just don't think that's okay. That was such like a big, like you that's pay a selling extra. point, huge selling point for the new Jeeps, especially. And you're telling me that I paid for this Jeep to have Apple CarPlay and it hasn't worked for six months and it's going to be another two or three months before an update comes out for it to work. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. So I had a few problems with mine, but what I like about it, it's, it's, it's a little bit like B-Ray. Where he's like, less technology, please. I really like that I have to plug it in in my Forerunner because in the BMW where it doesn't have a USB plugged in, it is such a pain in my butt. It never works right. I'd rather just plug it in and have to do that big whoop because yeah. it works so much better. I, I love that the Forerunner has less technology. That's what I really like. Well, when's your Forerunner getting pimped out? So anyway, I I have become friends. If any of y'all are in Nashville and want to pimp out your car, Rich at Elite Customs is so sick. And his wife, Sam. I'm actually becoming friends with them. Like, we FaceTime. I love them. I love Sam, his wife. And you know what I liked about it is, like, it's so intimidating usually to go into a car place as a female and people, like, not give you the side eye, like, poser, like, Mm -hmm. trying to do all these things in my car. They are so open and so cool. I walked in and said, I'm a poser. And they go, no, you're not. If you're into cars and you're this, like, you're absolutely not. And I was like, oh, I kind of am. I was like, but although I may be taking this bad boy out at some point. And so <laughs> anyway, I literally love them. And my car is going to be so cool. But I just like them so much. And his story is so cool. But I love these stories of people that grew up and were in trouble and 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 not doing good. and And like struggling with getting out of bad situations, you know, bad home lives, like just bad things. And he did that. And just to see him grow his company and talk to them, they're just so cool. And he grew up in California, lives in Nashville now, but him and his wife are so awesome. And anyway, my car is going to be so much fun. And I, I like, if anybody else is into their cars and doing fun stuff to them, like customization, also put that up. Cause I'm really into it. So what are you putting bigger tires on your forerunner? Oh yeah, tires, new wheels. I'm lifting it about three inches. Three? Yes. Yes. I'm doing a, this really sick bumper on it without a winch because I don't think I'm going to use that. And honestly, it's just going to be cool. Wow. I actually want to take it out. So when we go places to hike, we can take the forerunner and we can also do some off-roading. So I have a friend, I follow her on Instagram. She's such a fun follow, A, because she has an amazing husky, but she lives in Utah and just lives like the dream outdoor life. Her Instagram is called Wayward Explorers. And uh, she has the cutest husky named Winter. And so now that she lives in Utah, she has this like gang of friends and they all take their dogs and go off-roading and camping all the time. And this girl has a Jeep, but she has two friends with forerunners that go off-roading, like in Moab, like on the rocks and everything. And it looks so sick. Okay. So me and Rich at Over at Elite were talking this morning over FaceTime. I'm telling you, we're friends. And he was like, cause I was telling him like how much I've been like researching and doing all this stuff. And he was like, you know, and that's great for you. He goes, when you do are out and people ask like, 
what size tires are you? What kind of lift is that? He was like, let's really educate you so you know and you can talk and you don't feel like a poser, which is what I love. But what thing I have learned is the truck I'm building for Tennessee is more for like mud, well, that yeah. kind of off-roading. Uh-huh. And the other is more for like out here, like, like California deserts. and you do more desert. Uh-huh. So, but like, it's definitely a different build for what I'm doing in Nashville for what I would be doing out here. So I know exactly what you're talking about with her. It's so funny because the, like people really do get so into this and there's like this cult following of forerunners. Oh, very I, much. Okay. I didn't even know that. I've just always, always, always been obsessed with forerunners and for some reason never bought one. But like now I follow all these different accounts and it's just such a cool thing. And I'm, I, I just really want to do it. I don't know. They both sound fun. Yeah, they do. Well, this is so exciting. I know. I'm excited about it. I want to call your buddy and ask him about tires for my Jeep. I want to put better tires in my Jeep. Ooh, love. Yeah. Maybe I'll get better. And I actually like the wheels on your Jeep. Yeah. The actual wheels, fine. Um, I just think it could, it could have like a beefier tire. They're just small. But I'm excited. I can't wait to get to Tennessee. It's going to be done when I get there. Well, you're not missing anything. The weather here sucks. Oh, just really? constant rain, disgusting humidity. It's like full blown summer. I literally was looking at the weather app and I took a screenshot and it was just like for the next eight days, just rain. And I wanted to be like, this is why I tell people not to visit Nashville in the summer because all it does is rain. No. So people love when you talk about traveling. I see that a lot on Facebook. True. For Nashville, for me, is I love, 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 love October in Nashville. Oh, yeah. It's the best. In November, too. October, November, and even in December, I love Nashville. That's yeah, the months. best. That's the best. January, February, absolutely not. Rain. In March. Cold. March is when we got that huge snowstorm oh, last year. Even April can be like that. Snowstorms uh-huh. happen in April sometimes there. So I always say my favorite time, if I was going to ever be there six months, like I say, I would want to be there May, June, July, Mm -hmm. October, November, December. Yeah. Those are the months to visit Nashville. Yeah. Agree. And I would say like either end of May, first of June, or any time in October are the times to go. For sure. So anybody's traveling to Nashville. We're just getting Um, done. That I just, yeah, I, the humidity and the rain can't do that in the summer. Brutal. Yeah. But speaking of travel, we are just a couple of weeks out from Lollapalooza. And we are. My mom and I are both going. It's going to be super fun. And I don't have all the details yet because we're still working it out. But I had so many, a lot of stoners actually, but just like a lot of people reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram asking if I was DJing anywhere during Lollapalooza because Miley's headlining the festival Thursday night and everyone was like, where's the after party? Like, why aren't you DJing? And so I I reached out to some contacts and I'm, I think I'm working it out, you guys, uh, for me to play Thursday night in Chicago at one of the clubs that'll be near the festival. So anyone that's coming to Lollapalooza to see Miley, or if you just live in Chicago and you would want to come out, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get to play a show Thursday night. So details forthcoming, but I'm super, super pumped about that. Like so fun to get to go see Miley's show and then get to go play my own show. And I'll have some friends with me and my mom. My mom won't make it to my show, but it'll just be a fun little family trip. I have a feeling my set won't start until probably midnight or so. Uh, That's definitely past your bedtime. Way past. I'm sorry. I I love Brandy. I love her show, (laughs) but I love it at 7 p.m., not 12. (laughs) Um, But also, I was thinking if some of our stoners, our listeners, we even talked about maybe if we could all catch up during the day, maybe somewhere. Yeah, have like a secret stoner meetup somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so if you'd so, be interested in that, maybe drop us a Facebook group message and yes. let us know if you would join for like a quick meetup in Chicago. Yeah, it could be really fun. So anyway, I'm excited. I can't wait. And then I shoot down to Nashville after that to see Bear. And Baby I'm Bear. so excited. I cannot wait to hold Bear. I miss him, but we FaceTime every day. You do? Me and Bear FaceTime in the mornings and in the evenings. That yes. is insane it's so cute because I want him to know my voice even if if I'm not there I need him to hear me 
You are so crazy. He's so cute. And then Molly's manager, Adam, just had a little girl named Mickey. Oh, he did? Yes. And she's so cute. Her, they named her Mickey after like Mick Jagger. That's cute. Um, I, and her name is Mickey May, which I think is so cute. That's really cute. Um, she's adorable. She's so tiny. She's so much smaller than Bear, but she's <laughs> so cute. So we went, uh, Molly and me and Noah went over and saw them yesterday and got to hold her. And she's just so precious. So babies everywhere. Not here. And it's so funny because I've been seeing so many people travel with babies. Yes, I know. Which sounds miserable. Uh, One of my friends that just had a baby. First of all, uh, so many of my friends are younger than me, which makes me feel like an old hag. But one of my friends who's in her 30s, probably late 30s, she had a baby and she's traveling with him in Italy right now. That is insane. And they're they're on like a little what gondola thing in Uh the middle of Venice and with her baby. And I'm like, that looks great but so hard but so hard good, good for them oh it's the flying for me that I just oh, the baby I couldn't handle absolutely this could not deal yeah I agree hard. with that but anyway um, okay can we switch gears to off limits sure bachelorette bachelorette do you watch yes I thought this was a great episode okay this was my favorite episode so anyone that has not watched this week's of the bachelorette give us about five minutes here because yeah. like, it could take a good five, yeah. maybe three. Mute us. I think she's in love with Blake. Here's what I think. I, or, I think I, I think I said or this in my spin it, spinning it like that. So we, so whatever. But I don't know. But here's he, the thing. Let's just talk about this whole episode. Okay. Here's what I think about Blake, though. I think she really, really likes him. And I think they're going to get down to like the bottom three and she's going to, and Blake's going to be her front runner, but I think he's going to get squirrely when it starts to get serious. And he's, I think he's going to be like, oh, I'm not ready for this and bail. I can see that. And also my thing too is, is I feel like because he's been on another season, I don't know. That just feels weird to me. Like you're on another season. But a lot of people do this. And then they end up finding love. I'm trying to think if anyone I've seen do multiple seasons has gotten, like, has won. But, like, Becca Tilly, she's a good friend of mine. She was on, first she was on Chris's season of The Bachelor and made it, I think, top three. I think it was her, Caitlin, and the girl that won that season were top three. And then Becca came back and did Ben's season a couple years later and made it pretty far on Ben's season, too. I just, but that doesn't seem like you're in it. I mean, I guess the difference with Becca, I think, is that I, I think there were at least a season or two in between her coming onto the second one, whereas Blake was literally on the last season and then came right back to this one. But if you're being on all this TV to find love, are you like, like, are you not doing it to be on TV? I mean, listen, it's 2021. I think everyone's doing it to be on TV. And if you happen to find love, it is a complete freaking fluke. That's what I think. Because I just feel like there's guys there that I really like, like the guy that ha- that his wife passed away and has oh, a Oh, yeah, kid. Michael. Love him. I feel like he's truly looking for love. And yeah. even with but the you, you don't guy, sign up. you don't sign up for a TV show and not want to be on TV. You know what I mean? True. Like you want to be on TV, but you can also be a genuine person and want to be on TV. Yeah, but like there's no true. getting around that. Like a good example is we were both watching the show last night, actually. And my mom texted me and was like, what's Caitlin's boyfriend's name? I love him. So Jason's a great example. Like Jason is such a good guy. And it's like, did Jason want to be on TV? Yeah, because he signed up for TV. You know what I mean? But like Jason is one of the most genuine guys I've ever met from that show. And Caitlin got so freaking lucky. And it just so happened that they met, you know, not on the show, even though they were just on different seasons and met each other off off the show and got together, which I think is cool. But I do think there's genuine people that go on the show. Uh-huh. But, it's like, but it's like you can't go on there and be upset when somebody wanted to be on TV. It's That's like, true. You're, that's what you're signing up for. So, yeah, I get that. You know what? I didn't, I had never seen really Jason or knew anything about him, but I felt like on this episode, he truly loved the cat guy from Nashville. Who I, he is my least favorite. Well, good thing he went out. He's gone. He's gone. And honestly, I knew like, yes, he seems like, like she genuinely liked him. I don't think, you know, you either have chemistry or you don't. And And it's a big deal if you don't. It made me so sad when he goes, how bad of a kisser am I? Well, Well, she shouldn't have told him, like, the way she said it, I don't, I think she could have maybe done that better. Me too. But it it wasn't about 
him being a bad kisser. Either no. you have chemistry or you don't. No, and I, know. I think she genuinely liked him as Me a friend. But, but I feel the, like she could have said that exactly how you said it instead of saying like it was when we kissed that I was like no. Exactly. Uh, yes. You know she could have said it better. And then also, is it? They don't usually do it like this. Like she let a lot more people go home, right? No, they kind of do. They, it's kind of a big jump when you, right before you get to hometowns. Like they start oh. dropping like flies. Okay. It is kind of like this. Well, uh, is it what is that guy's name? Greg that I like that says so I love Greg. The I, quiet lo- guy. I love him so much, and I think she does like him a lot. Uh-huh. I'm just wondering if he's one step too. Uh-huh. sweet and yes but I, nice. I love him I, I know I love so, him too and honestly the football players Andrew I love Andrew I love. think Andrew, Andrew might be my favorite Andrew could be bachelor material I think oh Andrew is so bachelor material uh-huh I love and him so she much. sent somebody else home that I really really liked and he actually cried when oh was it Trey is his name Trey Beard. Uh-huh. Trey. I think his name's Trey. I loved him and he went home. Uh-huh. I liked and him too. He literally cried when she let when the cat guy, what's his name? Uh Connor. Connor came in and was so sad. Yes. And I think they all got teary. They all did, which I really liked. But that guy, like he like I, I just saw his emotion and who he I was know. and it, it just made me love him so much. But right now, my very favorite is Andrew. Yeah, I like Andrew too. I think I think top four right now are Greg, Blake, Andrew, and Michael. Yeah, me too. The guy those, with the kid. Yep, those are the four I think that are going like, to probably go to hometowns. But here's, in all reality, I feel like she may not be ready to do the kid thing. Mm-hmm. And it's going to probably require her moving where he lives, which she's not going to want to do. Uh-huh. You know, there's all of that. So... That's kind of why I think he may not be the one. Mm. And then Greg, who I love, I just feel like maybe a little too soft for her. Mm-hmm. And so then it's down to Andrew and Blake. And for some reason, I think she'll pick Blake. I, I do too. I think Blake's the best match for her out of this group. That's me too. But Andrew's my favorite. If I were the I Bachelorette, oh, I would honey, choose Andrew. Me too. Yeah. I'm still, I don't understand why you haven't been the Bachelorette. Call my Fleiss. Make it happen. Would you do it? I don't think I'm emotional enough to go on the Me bachelor. either. I, they want girls that are going to like cry and shit all the time. And I just don't do that. You do not do that. I know. I think I just don't think I'm emotional enough. And you're not, you don't create drama with other, well, there are no other girls if you're the bachelorette. But like yeah. if you were on the bachelor, you wouldn't be creating drama. So that's no. not good TV. But and usually, usually the cast is the one that creates the drama. So if you're the lead, you, that's fine. I think it's better yeah. if you're not dramatic. But I just think the issue is like the tears on TV are what really sell it for everyone, I think. I know. And it's like, I'm sorry. If boys started crying on me, I'd be like, pull it together. And you know what? Brandy was raised by me, so she doesn't have issues. (laughs) (laughs) She actually wasn't. My mom had a lot to do with that. But honestly. I think I do have issues, but crying is not one of them. No, you don't really have (laughs) issues. You're like me. You're like moving on. That, I think that in itself is an issue, though. Yeah, it is an issue, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's better to be protective of your heart and not be so emotional. I guess so. Is that enough Bachelor talk? Yeah, that's enough Bachelor talk. I just wanted to get into that. And just, it was honestly probably the best episode I've seen. of. I've only seen a few seasons of this, so I can't. But it was, I thought it was a really great episode. Yeah, it was. That's definitely the best one this far in this season. Yeah, for sure. Have you been watching anything else? Um. No, I really haven't. Okay, well, I am on season three of Virgin River. I've already watched half of it. Like, I cruise through this show like you don't even understand. Um, Wait, real quick. Is Virgin River very, like, PG? Yeah, it is, kind of. It reminds me a lot of, I have to Google the exact name Is it almost like a Nicholas Sparks, but TV? It's a little edgier than that. Oh. Do you, you probably don't remember it, but when I was, like, in high school, there was a show called Everwood. Yeah, I don't Did, remember that. Do you remember that show? It was with Emily Van Camp. She was the star of that show. And what's his name was? Uh, oh, Chris Pratt was in it. That's how Chris. Pratt, that's how Chris Pratt got started. And then the the guy that Treat Williams is like the star of it. He plays like the town doctor. 
and it's just like a good like wholesome it's like a it's like a it's like a soap kind of but wholesome you know See, what these, I, mean? I like these kind of ships. I do too. And so that the Virgin River is very similar to that. It's about a very small town. It's interesting because they have it set in Humboldt County, California, what? but they fit, but they film all the aerials for it right outside of Vancouver. So when you see the aerial shots, like it is the most stunning. Like when I think about my the perfect place that I could ever live, it's this place. Like you gotta watch it just so you can see how beautiful it is. And it's outside of Vancouver. So it's like if I could ever live in Canada, that's where I would go. Yeah. Um, just like stunning, like turquoise blue waters, mountains, rivers, like it's just my dream place to live. But it's funny because they, you know, they say it's St. California, but it's not. But uh, it's about a girl from LA whose husband dies, and then so she wants to go trade LA for the small town life, and she's a she's a nurse. And goes to work at like the small town doctor's office or whatever. And then she falls in love with the bartender. And it's like a whole thing. These are my favorite shows. It's really good. And you honestly, I'm like, I think most people think these shows are lame. Kind of. But honestly, maybe that's just people in my world. Because I feel like these shows also, it's getting its third season. Yeah, they and, do well. And, and also everybody in my world didn't like Jenny yes. and Georgia. Uh-huh. Which I love. I'm sick of seeing Raunch on TV. And yeah. killing and all that. Like. Honestly, that's not what I want to watch. I, but the only bad thing about these shows makes me want to live in a little town like that and live out the rest of my life. And that's probably just not going to happen. <laughs> well, I think it could still be in the cards for me. I think my goal is by the time I'm... Brandy! What? You're going to be dead by the time I do this. By the, okay. time, I'm, by the time I'm like 65, I'd like to be living in a little mountain town like that. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, if I work out hard, then I'll be with you. <laughs> Because I could be 95 and still hiking. Woo-hoo! Could you hike at 95? Know. Probably not. I don't know about um, that. Okay, promise not till you're 65. I think 65 is a good age. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, well, see, cause... I have to go. I could have that in the cards, too. That's a long time away for me. Not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but you know what? I, I love those type of towns. First of all, I grew up in Ashland, which isn't, I mean, that's 22,000 people when I lived there. But I'm I'm talking like... 5,000 people, like, like unincorporated little towns where my dad grew up was called Paint Lake, Kentucky. And we were there every single weekend. And it's still pretty much the same as it was back then. And I just love it so much. Like, I really do love small towns. Everybody knows everyone. Like, I just love it. And I still Mm -hmm. to this day, like when I travel more than anywhere, I just love seeing places like that. And I think it's because sometimes I just envy such, like, I do love California and I love what I do, but it's such a completely different life. And I think I envy that too, people that do live like that and that life is so simple and maybe much slower and that you really, I don't know, you just, it's just so different. And I feel like I love both. Like, and I think maybe that's why I love, and Nashville's just gotten so much bigger like, mm-hmm. I would love to have a place somewhere in a very small town like that. I really yeah. would. Yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. So I've been watching that. And then I think I told you this on the phone, but I never, ever got into Sex in the City when it aired. And I feel like I'm the only one that's never seen it, but I just started it and I'm loving it. Loving having I've something never, to I've never watch. seen it either. <laughs> now that I'm in my 30s. I, it's very relatable. If I'd watched it in high school, I don't I don't think I would have liked it as much. But it is. Sarah Jessica Parker's amazing. I know everyone's gonna come come at me and be like, What? You've never seen it before, but I'm seeing I it. I haven't now. either. I've never seen it. But I'm honestly, it like like you, like there's just so many you know, like I miss all the Nicholas Sparks films. Like I've read every book and I feel like Virgin River probably feels a little bit like that. Yeah. Um and honestly, did Karen Kingsbury, did that show Redemption ever start? I don't think, I mean, I haven't seen it. I know they filmed it. I don't know. If anybody's seen that. So I love Karen Kingsbury's book still to this day. She, uh, we've known Karen Gosh for 15 years, probably. She's a Christian book author who sold so many books. It's insane. And I feel like every book she writes, I've pretty much have loved, but she had one specific book series called the redemption series. It was so good. And again, so good. Hopetown Entertainment pitched it and nobody bought it, but somebody else pitched it and it got sold and it's supposedly going to be on Hallmark. I need to, can you look that up and see if it's even started? Yeah. But if it has, I want to watch it because I love stories about families and relationships. I don't see it. Huh. 
Well, I know they were filming it, and I think Roma Downey, which makes so much sense, I know she was a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Roma was touched by an angel for those of you that are my age that remember that. And now I think that she's a big part of this. But, you know, I, I really do love those stories. I think it's just stories about real life and real families that I tend to to like more that aren't edgy. But anyway, just my taste. I like it all. <laughs> I like it. I like it all, too. But I like I love the Jenny and Georgia. You know, yeah, like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to watch Virgin River. I'm going to start it's that really good. I, and dare I say, I feel like this third season is just as good as better than the first two. Oh my gosh. Great. I really, I'm really into it. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I want to watch is I've heard is insane. It's called physical with it's is so it, good. I've heard it's really, really good. And it's set in the eighties. So I'm sure I'll love it. Yes. But yeah, that's all my off limits. Okay. DRMT. That's what I was going to say. Great. Um, I might need to go grab a quick water before we start this. Okay, well, we're going to wrap it up in 15. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I got to tell you guys, LaCroix came out with some new flavors this summer. The Beach Plum, so unexpectedly great. I love the can, but... It's good. I hate LaCroix. I hate anything sparkling. I used to be like that, but I'm feeling it. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's really... Everybody grown to like it. it. I just do not like sparkling. I don't normally either, but I do. There's a few of the LaCroix I really like. And when I saw Peach Plum, I was like, ew, I hate plum. But then I tasted it and I was like, you know what? You know what is so weird that you just said that about plum? Gabby has a plum tree. And (laughs) I don't think I've ever eaten a plum. I don't think I have either. And she brought me this huge bowl of plums. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what am I going to do with that? I have eaten every single one. Just by themselves? They are so good, these plums, that I cannot deal. Like, that's the other thing I was besides yesterday eating ice cream. I have every time I wanted something sweet, eaten one of those plums. So good. Like, I'm addicted. I do not know what I'm going to do when they're out of season because (laughs) honestly, they're my favorite food ever. Are they kind of like a peach? I'm so picky. Like, peaches, that fuzz on them freaks me. So I don't eat peaches. You don't don't eat the fuzz. Oh. You cut the peach up and eat it like an apple. You do? Yeah. And And you take the skin skin off. off? Yeah. I think most people eat it. I don't. Oh. Well, yeah, I think it kind of is, but it, they're so good. It is my favorite fruit I've ever eaten. I don't like the fuzz. <laughs> I'm scary. <laughs> I just don't like to eat the skin of, of anything, really. I I will eat every single, down to the little whatever core. Like of it is plum? So, oh, so bomb. Like, Fascinating. Honestly. All right. Well, since you're, you're, you're giving me a time limit here, let's get to some DRMTs. Okay, great. Okay, here's our first question. Hey guys, love you both. You guys are so funny. Just a quick question. So I know Brandy talked about uh, going to LA and getting Botox. I am 27 and I have gotten Botox before and I love it. Um, Recently I have been wanting to try filler in my lips, in my lips, but don't know what to expect, a little nervous, but also was wondering if you guys had any advice on anything, um, was wondering what all you did, if you had tried things, liked things, or didn't like things, any advice would be awesome. Obviously, it's my face, so I don't want to go jacked up, but that's obviously why I feel like I'd ask you guys because you guys are brilliant, but I hope you have a lovely day, and um, I'll listen to you guys soon. Thursday. Bye. I love this question. Great question. Honestly, for one thing, I'm not, not to scare you, but I do think fillers are a little more painful than like a Botox. Like Botox is a little stick and a sting, and it's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. A filler goes deeper, and it is more painful. And I am not a filler girl. I, and I think, I, I think like under eye, if you, if you have sunken under eyes or like dark circles, I think filler may be good for that. I, I, filler just scares me. I did it. Um, I forget when I did it. It's probably been like five years ago. And someone put it in my cheek, like, up, like they said it would only be up here, like up kind of really at the corner of my eye. And it makes you look, I don't know. I hated it. I felt like it ran down. I thought I felt like I had a fat face and 
it, it just it even made my eyes look weird. I feel like I feel like they looked even though I hate that my eyes are huge. It made them almost look too small in my cheeks. I don't know. Filler freaks me. But that also could be because of my age. I hmm. just I don't know. Here's what I'm thinking. Less is more because this is true. I am looking at everybody lately and I don't know. Like I do Botox like on my forehead and between my eye at the between top of brow. my nose, between yeah. my brow. And sometimes she'll do a little right for my crow's feet. I don't think that ever works at all. But you know what? I kind of am getting to the point that I like my crow's feet. Is that weird? No. And I actually don't mind like the Botox. I think I have to have. It's just like the wrinkly forehead is like I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But the rest of my face, I'm just leaving alone because I just think everybody looks weird. And I would rather people know that I'm 54 and be like, you look so good for your age. Instead of looking at me like I've put a bunch of crap in my face and just look weird, even though I may not have wrinkles, even though you don't have like wrinkles and stuff, it doesn't make you look younger. I actually think it makes you look older, but it if can. you're young and doing these things, I guess it's, it, it's different. I just well, hate everybody walking around in LA trying to look 30 when they're 50 and you don't look 30. You just look filled up. Yeah. I think the lip filler is a completely different thing than putting filler somewhere else in your face. Okay. I um, love lip filler. And this is what, that's what she's asking about is her lips. Oh. So I've, I've never done my lips. I know I have. you have. I, some people say it is extremely painful and others say it's not that big of a deal. Okay. So I know you so, think it was painful. I've done lip fillers probably four times in my life and it is so excruciating. Now, the, <laughs> la- the last time I did it, I do very little. Like you guys would never even be able to tell. Like I really do. I mean, I've just, well, you can go back and look at pictures. You will never know I have lip filler. And I only, it's really only my top lip. Like I did it recently and I couldn't even tell. I was ticked. I paid so much like money and like literally I couldn't tell. But she said she used a smaller needle this time. And I'm like, well, why the hell have you not always done that? Mm -hmm. And it really wasn't that painful because they numb you. So it was like, Usually I say it feels like somebody's like put a lighter on a razor blade and just sliced your lips open. That's what it feels like. This didn't feel like that. It felt much, it was not as excruciating. It was tolerable, but it's a little scary. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I'm always like, because honestly, the one time that I did it, that I freaked, I did it in New York. It was the first time. And he hit a vein in my lip. First of all, that's very dangerous because any type of Botox or, filler that you're doing in your face like if it is somebody not experienced not to freak everybody out but it can cause blindness like if you hit the wrong place and it travels but he hit a vein in my lip the first time I did it and when I tell you I had a bruise that looked like a mustache that was cold (laughs) black for two weeks it was insane (laughs) so I go to this lady that is so careful about not hitting because actually you can kind of see it now where you never could see it. You've been able to see it just a tiny bit ever since. And so she really has to go around it. But like fillers are like, you need to go somebody to somebody great. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like Botox, you can kind of go to anyone, but fillers, you really need to go to somebody that's really good. I would, and if I were you, I would go to somebody that's known for doing good lip fillers specifically because lips can be very, they can be done very well or really bad. But here's, here's something not a lot of people know about. And, and I'll, I'll just, yeah, disclaimer is that I think it works for some people and other people don't see any difference, but there's a thing called a lip flip that you can get done with Botox. And my friend, I'm not going to call her out, but my best friend that I talk about all the time, she gets it done and it is a freaking game changer for her. She's the only one that I've even noticed that it actually works. Well, I kind of want to try it and go to the exact girl that does hers just to see because hers looks amazing. It's so subtle, but it also makes the biggest difference for some reason. It's way cheaper because Botox is so much cheaper. And like, it's almost impossible to get that like overfilled look because it's not filler. You know what I mean? So if you're, I would ask like when you go see somebody, maybe go for a consultation before you pull the trigger on the lip filler and ask about both. And see if you could find somebody to maybe do the the lip flip first and see if you like that before you shell off the big bucks for the lip filler. Okay. So we only have a few more minutes because I have to actually go do my day job. (laughs) But I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all that I just had a breast reduction. Oh, she's letting the cat out of the bag. And I wasn't sure I was going to talk about it, but 
what the heck? Honestly, I'm an open book. It's just true. Like I literally, my two biggest things in life is that I think make the biggest difference more than any of that stuff is my hair extensions. And I will have these, my, the girls that do my hair, they do an 84 year old lady like every six weeks. And they say, she reminds us so much of you. We go over and she knows she's going to be bored. So she literally smokes some weed. No lie. She go, we laugh. They go, we laugh all the time because it's going to be you. She smokes a joint. She's 84. We do her hair. And but now this isn't me, but she said, by the time we're leaving, she's already making a cocktail and she's fabulous. And they do her hair in a bob. And they were like, so I'm like, Hey, listen, as long as I have enough hair to make sure I keep these in for the rest of my life. Great. Um, because I think your hair extensions and eyebrows probably make the biggest difference of anything. Yeah. But let's real quick talk about the boobs before everybody shows up to work. I am such a not big boob person ever have I been. And I've always had big boobs. And it's just the way things fit. And honestly, I just, I've just never liked my boobs. To be in, in all honesty, I've had them done two times before and no one ever reduced them. I had them done in LA though. And I swear to you, one time I woke up wanting smaller boobs and I had an implant. Yep. What do you mean? I mean, I'm not going to call out his name, but he was got in there and was like, I just, I took out a lot of breast tissue, but then I needed to put in a small implant. So they would be, and I'm like, what? It was terrible. I had it taken out immediately, like a year later. Remember? Yeah, I do remember that. And they still weren't small enough. And so I've always just been really mortified. And Molly is always talking about how me, I roll my shoulders and like kind of slunch slouch over. I mm-hmm. swear, I think it's just mentally for me has always been about kind of like, cause I, I just was so paranoid about my boobs. Like, it just has been a mental thing for me for the longest time. So I went to this incredible doctor in Nashville. Her name's Mary Jen Grass. I've actually known her for a very long time. And I went to her and I just really said, like, listen, I've done this before. I don't think people realize that I actually want small boobs. Like, I know everybody thinks girls want big boobs. I don't. I never want to do this again. Can you please just just take enough. And so there's a whole thing for it. But anyway, I mean, I could have no boobs and be happy, but what I got is great. And I actually saw someone in our Facebook group asking about this very thing. And that's why I decided to just talk about it because somebody said, I'm getting ready to do this. I really want to do this, but I'm scared. Has anyone done it? Do you have any advice? Brandy will tell you Mm -hmm. I lost my mind Mm -hmm. for two weeks after I literally went kind of bonkers. I think for me, because I wanted them so small that they looked big still right after. And I literally was like, I went through this again. Like, oh my gosh, I've been put to sleep. I've done this to my body. Like I was losing my mind thinking I was still not going to be happy. Let me just tell you, it is life changing. And she did an incredible job. I think they could still be smaller. Everybody else is like, mom, you would look crazy. Mm -hmm. But like I still, it's just a mental thing for me, but I'm loving it. I literally, Molly just said to me, mom, you look totally different. She was like, your shoulders are not hunched at all. She was like, cause Molly literally was like, mom, stop hunching your shoulders. It makes me feel like your neck hurts. I, when I tell you, I've talked about walking before and that ever, even taking long walks hurts my back. I've been doing these long walks. My back doesn't hurt at all. What? It is so different. And I like, I just noticed it. But honestly, I think for anybody that like, and even for me, especially when you're older, I think your boobs, like smaller boobs, just honestly have a more youthful feel look. And for me, it has just been like, I mean, I'm only two months out. I'll be two months on uh, July 18th. So I'm not even two months out. And I feel like a different person. Like I just feel lighter because I am. Well, that is great. And so anybody that wants to ask me questions on like Facebook or something, because honestly, I got on all of these forums and places. Here comes your sister. Oh, boy. My daughter's here. Hold on. We're podcasting. I was just telling the stoners about my breast reduction and how it's changed my life and how, anyway, Molly says that my posture looks much better. And that is fantastic. The whole point to this conversation is, is if anybody wants to talk about it, 
I'm down to answer some questions because for me, getting on these forums where people were talking about it and saying, oh, it takes seven months for you to actually like see the final, final result, because I was at two weeks freaking out thinking Mm -hmm. that they were what they were going to be, which was absolutely not true. But it is like a mental like it, it, it's like, it's not an, it, first of all, the surgery super easy. Like I didn't even have to take pain pills. Like I took top. That's crazy. And um, the surgery is not painful at all, but uh, she's nuts. Nuts. She, and they are going pee with the door open while I'm podcasting. So if you <laughs> say. Okay. Stoner, well, okay. Wait, real quick. My last thing, we're not going to have time for a full baked goods uh, segment this week, but yeah. I have to, I have guys about one product that I am obsessed with. Oh my God. Um, okay. So I know we talk a lot, we get talk a lot about CBD products and hemp products and stuff. And I got to be honest with you guys, I get sent so many beauty products. What is that bruise on her ass? She Ask her. Moved. She just moaned us. She said, why do you have a bruise on your ass? Oh, we don't want to know. Keep going. Okay. So I, I get sent a lot of beauty products, like so many, it's out of control. And I've been getting sent a lot of body oils lately. So I've tried a ton. And this one brand called Prima, I'm pretty sure they do all CBD. I've used Prima forever. Okay. Well, they have a brand new product called Beyond Body Oil. You guys, it is everything. Um, it has 600 milligrams of CBD in the bottle and it also has magnesium, which I am such a huge fan of magnesium because it's so good for your muscles. Okay. I've been hearing this so much because Molly's been having issues with TMJ and everybody says magnesium, magnesium is the way to go for TMJ. Magnesium is just so good for you in so many aspects, but it's, it's great for muscle recovery. So I don't know you guys, if you guys haven't ever tried a body, they send that to you for free. I mean, yeah, they sent me a product. Yeah. I mean, I actually spend money with Prima <laughs> and they don't send it to me. They send it to you. I, I love their nighttime facial oil. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, That's what I use by them. And stoners, check out this brand. Now that I love the body oil, I'm definitely going to try some other products. And I love that they're cruelty-free. This body oil is hypoallergenic, gluten-free. It's, it's really good ingredients. I think you guys are going to love it. Um, you could probably mix it with your lotion if you want, or I just put it on my legs straight every night before I go to bed and I am just obsessed. So Amazing. go take it out. Okay. One more baked goods. And then I'm really leaving. Um, I, you know, I find all these things that pop up advertisements on my social media, which is ridiculous. Negative underwear. I think it's called. Have you seen that? I have seen that. You guys, they're bras. I hate bras. That's the reason <laughs> I have my boobs done is because anyway, the, but the bras are so comfortable and so good. This is not an advertise. I wish they'd sponsor. I know. They aren't. But they are the best bras I've ever used. Uh, so anyway, if you guys need a good comfy bra, negative underwear. Love that. Okay, I gotta go. All right, we'll have fun working. Okay, later stoners. Love you stoners. My cameo get to stay. Yeah. Well, but I like my live peace stream. Live stream. <laughs> yeah, Molly did a live peace stream. So, oh my God. Our, if this doesn't help our ratings, nothing will. Seriously. But anyway, oh, and if you hear something going click, 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 that's Bean's fingernails on my floor. Well, I love you, stoners. Love you, stoners. You say bye to the stoners and not, not Disa? Love you too, Disa. Love you. Tell Sissy I'll see you guys uh, Thursday. Yeah. Brandy's coming, coming in hot on Thursday. Coming in hot. Goodbye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.